This is episode 227 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We open up the Ben There, Smoke That Box, and talk about 2023 in the world of premium cigars. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar, Pally? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 227 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and for the first time ever, live on Instagram. So thank you for joining us. And if you're listening, of course, after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. Um, we are live Smash. here in the Corona Cigar Studios. We are. Yeah, click on all Smash those. Smash these things. Hit them all. All, all the them, buttons. Please. The buttons, the bells, the subscribes, it. the follows. We love it. We appreciate it. It means the world to us. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. So... Before we get into anything, we have to bring on <laughs> our super duper producer. Yes. Mr. Justy Smokes. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, 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 oh. Please. That's please, our guy. Please don't throw any flowers. No. Please. No. No flowers, please. So today, we usually go into sports and talk about <laughs> how our teams are doing. Yeah, but I heard um, on the grapevine that we're not going to talk about sports today, right? We are oh, kind of okay. going to talk about sports, but not really. Okay. We're, gonna we're talk, not going to talk about our teams, this, that's for sure. This is my kind of show. Yeah, the there's nothing good to talk about. And green. Green is just terrible. Yeah, and purple. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That was, I mean, no, that we, was, none of us really I, care I, about I the purple. You guys but, forgot about purple weeks ago. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was just terrible. It's so bad. Sports. I mean... The fact that Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, still has a job is beyond me. Yes. Makes no sense. I don't know what you're going to, what are you going to well, do? I say the same thing about the Jets. That whole coaching staff should be fired. But that's just my opinion. But the beautiful thing about this weekend is how them Cowboys got their tails whooped. <laughs> they got whooped. You're a Cowboy hater? Yes, I am. Better not let Skip hear you. I'm not. Hey, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater of any team. I just. You know, oh, I hate Green Bay. I just, and Dallas. I just don't want. I don't want any team that's playing Green Bay to win. So. So you're a selective hater. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate. Yeah. Green Bay and the Cowboys, but you know what? Working with you, I don't hate Green Bay as much. <laughs> But I hate them cowboys. Oh man! Oh, what what brought on that? Was it the dynasty in the in the early nineties? Was that it was when they the robbed the Vikings with that Herschel and Walker trade? That was a which pretty started brutal. my hatred towards the cowboys. That was a pretty brutal move. Man, I mean, that's still like legendary. It's yeah. the worst trade of all time. All time, gotta agree with you one hundred percent. Never came back from that, did you? No. Well, then we have ninety eight where hmm. Mr. Anderson 
yeah. missed a field goal wide after left. not missing a field goal for 39 years or something like that. Wide left. So I can still I can still hear that uh that call playing back in my mind. Oh my goodness. Was it wide left or wide right? I it was, was something. I think it was wide left. I Try to block that out. That's PTSD. Right I mean, it doesn't really matter. It was a miss. Yes. It was a, it miss. Was a miss. And it wasn't even close either. It wasn't like it just snuck outside the upright. It was it was off by a ways. Um so tonight, guys, on the show, we're going to do our 2023 year in review. We're going to talk. Uh, we'll so we'll take this box down off the wall, right? The box what's right in there. the box? We're gonna, what's in the box? <laughs> so we're going to uh, look through uh, the bin uh, there, uh, smoke uh. that box, and talk about some of the stuff we smoked this year. Mm. Talk about some of the big, you know, big ticket news items in the cigar industry for 2023. Um, talk about some of our favorite cigars for 2023. Um, and a few other things. We got a couple curveballs to throw in there. Curveballs. We got curve. I mean, we can talk about sports, you know, with, you know, curveballs. But yeah. Well, let's talk about this rum you're drinking. Oh, what well, I haven't, I haven't had a taste of it yet. So I poured it. So this is tonight's mystery beverage. Rum. Mystery rum. Uh, I, I poured it a little while ago, let it breathe. Um, it's a little bit. Hey, Tony, what's up, brother? It's a little bit lighter in color than I'm used time to. No see, buddy. So it doesn't have a lot of color to it. It doesn't, I mean, in the glass, it doesn't appear to have a lot of viscosity to it. Um, so let's give it a little smell. And it's not Kirkland this week. No, I ran out of Kirkland. You ran out of Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be in for a treat. There's a lot of, it's interesting because the, because the color's really light, but on the nose, it really has a lot of that charred oak barrel smell. Mm. But there's also kind of a... Maybe I mix some rum or bourbon. There's also... A, there's kind of an unpleasant uh, element to the aroma. Did you wash that bottle out last night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's all... Yeah, I don't... Well, it's well that little, one that you thought tastes like feet was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, feet's not always bad if you're into that kind of thing, like Rex Ryan. <laughs> I like pretty feet. <laughs> you should know what I'm talking about with Rex Ryan and feet. Is the it's Justin doesn't know. The former coach of the New York Jets was famous for having a very public foot fetish. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I grew up in New York, so yeah. Yeah. First first thoughts. It's really light on the palate. Mm -hmm. There's there's not really any viscosity to it. Um, any flavor? There is. It's kind of maybe a little citrus, a little like caramel, maybe. But Are you still getting that that oak flavor. Yeah, I do get the I get the oak flavor. Um, not much else going on, but I'm I'm gonna let it develop. Okay. Well, Justin and I are smoking this. We're, we're smoking, huh? Oh, we're drinking. We're okay. drinking today. Gotcha. What is that? What is that? Let me. That see is like a mocha chocolate. Mocha chocolate. <laughs> we thought we have a little NA today with a little flavor. Maybe bring out some taste in the cigar. So, what do you think? So far, it reminds me of a Guinness a little bit, mm -hmm. which I did like back in the day. So, yeah. Well, this is one of those shows. It's not. I mean. We usually have our shows are usually pretty structured, but this show we're just we just kind of wing it 
you know, we just talk. You know, it's just us us here in the studio talking to you guys out there. So, you know, we, uh, um, but also I wanted to say, so this evening's cigar, you know, being the last um, show of the year, I wanted to really pull something special out of the humidor. So I had, I opened up this box of uh, Tatuaje L'Esprit de Verite 2013. Mm. Um, so I, I've, Loved just about all of these uh, Verite releases. Uh, this was, I don't think there was one after this. If somebody knows that there, I don't, for, I don't believe there was one after this. Huh. Um, but I remember the ones I have smoked in the past. I have enjoyed uh, a great deal. Uh, I'm going to make a little room here for, uh, for our little friend. So Ooh, say hello to my so little friend. Tony, Dax, I haven't seen you guys in so long. How you been? <laughs> Since what? Ages. Earlier this afternoon. <laughs> this weekend, this afternoon. Man. All right. That beautiful Sasquatch. I got to stop moving that thing because I got to have you do that it because my, my arm. College. My arm is still jacked up from mm. my injured tendons in my arm a couple weeks ago, and it's still have no bueno. To, have you switched to the left yet? <laughs> Ooh, got him. That was a regular thing. That was a regular thing, mm -hmm. uh, but I think I'm going to get this uh, get this cigar fired up right now on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. Oh, let's get let's get our friend in the shot there. Get there him. we go. Get him. Don't focus on me. Focus on socks. Watch. Yeah. No, that's all right. All right, let's get her fired up. Here we go. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Well, he's still lighting. Just I'm give still him, going. Give him, give yeah. Him a second. Well, still going. No, you you talk. You you can you can fill this time. I'm All good right. with it. So first drag. <clears throat> mm -hmm. What do you think? Right off the rip. Mm. Right off the tippity let me, top. Let me get a little retro goodness here. Okay. Mm. Mm. Retro is no joke on that cigar. Let me get our friend out of here. It's definitely unique. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. So me and uh, Dak were at um, Stogie's today, and we smoked. He bought me. He was nice enough to buy me a 10th anniversary. Shoot. 10th anniversary Asylum. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. We chit-chatted, and it was fun. And then me and Tony took a trip down to uh, Smolder this weekend. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it looked like a good time. It was nice. How was that? Was little nice. Christmas party? They had Santa. Everything, everything was awesome except for the Vikings getting there losing. <laughs> Not that you care that the Vikings lose. I mean, it feels like you got a uh, I still feel bad for the purple. Yeah, it feels like a grievance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is a grievance. You air those grievances. Airing grievances. We already aired the grievances earlier. We, uh, those no, we the, we're not doing that till December twenty third. Matt, come on. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, gonna we're going to air those live on December twenty third. Yes. Is yeah. what I meant to say. Yes. 
Jeez. Totally. So I want to take a minute for five minutes for you and five minutes for you. Oh, boy. I'm going to start with you. Oh, man. Where you need going? five whole minutes? Yeah, well, it's up to him how long you take. <laughs> Every time we have a guest on a show, we always ask them about what their first cigar was and how they got into cigars. Justin and I started about the same time really hitting the cigars hard, and he was a, he's a neighbor of mine, so we spent a lot of time together. But tell the audience about how you got started. In well, I mean, you knew me getting started in the cigars when you started, but in all reality, it was probably three or four or five years before that at least. Okay. And my first cigar was, uh, I mentioned him on the show last week, but uh, he was a Purple Heart vet. His name was Papa Joe Kovar. And, you know, he's not with us anymore. He died like 92, 93, something like that. But um, when I first started hanging out with him, um, he actually got me into cigars. He had a, a little locker at Tobacco Grove, and they played the cards and stuff all the time at Tobacco Grove. And yeah. He had his own chair there that was for Papa. Like, <laughs> yeah. nobody ever took that yeah. chair. Matt might have met him once or twice yeah. before. But he gave me my first cigar. Uh, I think it was uh, one of his favorites. is like Ashton Churchill or something. I don't know the exact one, but mm -hmm. that's that's what one of his go-tos. Another go-to, you're not going to like this role, but he did smoke a Gurkha on the rotation all the time. But it was actually a really good Gurkha. I don't know what it was. Again, I don't remember. But those were some of the we'll first two that. cigars that I ever smoked was with Papa. And, you know, at his house, uh, we'd have one, you know, every month or so. And, Yeah. I got into it back then. I didn't ever buy any cigars, you know, at that point. But after that, then I kind of got into that whole uh, Java mint phase for a second. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Those menthol Newports back in the day. Yeah. You know? Like the, uh, the Camel Crush. Steps of everybody. Well, yeah. Not everybody, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I was a cigarette smoker back in the day, but I didn't smoke for like 10 years or something. So then I was like, you know, the vape thing for a second. Then I was like, cigars this is a little different. Yeah. Java mint. And then got into acid Cuba Cubas for a while, a little glass tube. Mm-hmm. Those are great. And then, you know, Leather Rose kept on going deeper and deeper into it. And then finally got into premium cigars where they weren't flavored and all that. And it was like, this this is a whole different world. And know? that's that's about the time then we met because we yeah. started doing different subscriptions here and there yeah. and trading yep. cigars. Cigar Club for a while, yeah. Provada for a while, you know, did that whole thing. So there was a, a bunch of different different things in the beginning. And then random the guys like Roll and Matt and omar or ramsey smoke shop and he's in the area so it's kind of yeah. where it all started and here we are today yeah omar actually said he misses you he said he hasn't oh, seen man, you as I much i gotta get in there and get this lighter too. you're right down the you're road right, right down the road yeah i never leave these days you know? i, I yeah. pick you up i don't <laughs> mind it ain't out of the way i'll get there all right so matt same question for you i know you've been smoking a lot longer than both of us and uh tell us one of your first cigars. Also, tell us how you got, how about that cigar started. Um, and tell us about the whole idea of having a name first and then going from there. Yeah, I mean, I have, I've talked about this on the show before, but it's been a really, really long time. Um, my first cigar, I mean, I was, I grew up in a house where my mom smoked cigarettes. When I was young, my dad smoked pipes and a cigar. Uh, and cigars, but he smoked cigars basically when we're, we're outside cutting down trees, chopping firewood. And they were like grenadiers, you know, the, the machine rolled grenadiers mm -hmm. in the yellow box or 
Garcia Vegas or Dutch Masters, that kind of thing, just to like keep mosquitoes away when chopping firewood, basically. Um, and in 1996, I was in, I had, I was in Minneapolis. There used to be a cigar shop down in the lower level of the city center. I, I smoked the first cigar and I wish that was true. Um, I, there used to be a cigar shop downstairs in the lower level of the city center in Minneapolis. And I was there and I, w I had no inkling of buying a cigar. I was there for something else. Honestly, at this point, I don't even remember why I was there. Um, but I do remember seeing this cigar shop as I'm walking by. Turn the corner and there's this shop with pipes hanging on the wall and big stacks of canisters of pipe tobacco and these rows and rows of boxes of cigars. And it just caught my eye. I walked in and uh, they caught a live one because they got me in 1996. I bought a $10 Davidoff. So $10 for a cigar in 96 was like a $40 cigar today. Um, and it was fantastic. I mean, the guy was great. He showed me uh, how to cut it, how to light it, um, you know, the smoking process, you know, a few tips and that kind of thing. And for many years, I was just a casual, occasional cigar smoker, like, two or three times a year, if there was a wedding or a bachelor party or um, campfire or something like that, I would go and buy a handful of cigars, you know, five or six cigars and smoke one, hand out a couple and didn't have a humidor, didn't have any. I just bought what I needed to smoke for the event I was going to be at, the gathering I was going to be at, and that was it. And I still don't, it was early 2010s, like 2010 or 2011 that I kind of just went like all in, like the, the bug just got me, the premium cigar bug got me. And I got my first little desktop humidor and started buying fivers and samplers and trying everything I could and started out watching started listening to podcasts like the cigar authority and KMA talk radio and cigar dojo smoke night live and cigar coop. Um, who's been around forever. Hasn't yeah. He? Yeah. He has. He and, smoked the first cigar. But so he's, yeah. You know, Tony and him and he, Christ used to go to high school. Together. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I dove all in and, and ever since then I've just been like obsessed with, learning everything I can about the process and it, uh, I'll, I'll never get there, you know, I hope not, but, uh, but the process of learning about this cigar culture has been just a blast for me since then. Yeah. What about you, Raul? Uh, we talked about mine four months, oh, four and a half we? months oh, ago. Oh man. When I first okay. co-hosted this okay. show. Oh yeah, we did. But mine's the same way. A lot like you. Yeah. yeah. I smoked every once in a while here and there, and then uh, started smoking at my buddy Daniel's house for UFCs, and uh, you know, and I got the bug, and we dove into this flavored stuff for a little while. Leather Rose had me hooked for a while, and then 
Um, I have one of those personalities where game on. All yeah. or nothing, baby. Let's Next go. You know, Next thing you know, I have a humidor and then bigger humidor and got rid of the humidors and got a cooler. and Yeah. The rest is just details at this point. Yep. I still, honestly, to this day, I still a handful of times a year, like once a quarter or maybe a little more often than that, I'll get, I'll, I'll pick up like a leather rose mm -hmm. or a fat bottom Betty or a tobacco special. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, mm -hmm. even every once in a while an acid and you had I, me up to the acid. Yeah. No. I just, but the, but it, there's one particular acid that I, that I, I don't like the Cuba Cuba. It's mm -hmm. not the cigar for me. Yeah. But the cold infusion, the one from mm -hmm. the acid cold infusion, it's really it's it's milder that that like aroma that they the the infusion that they put in it, it's yeah. it's less like intense. It so that one I can I can I can dig on you know once or twice a year. I still like a a tabac with a coffee in the. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, wow. absolutely. Duce, the Duce, was it Duce Leche? Yeah, yeah, like love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really so you know we say it all the time. Smoke what you like. Yeah, it's your um, money. It's your money. Spend <laughs> it the way you want to. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a great ride, man. This has been a great year, and um, you know things are going to keep going. But we have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. But if you yeah, keep going. If you've got more stuff to to talk about, or and if you're I, done, we'll move on. To I the had some, but you yeah. You touched me and I got all warm and fuzzy inside, oh. and I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's all it takes. Is no, just... but you know what I think about, and then we've said it before in the show. Almost more than premium cigars, I like the camaraderie. I like yeah the community. I like the brother sisterhood of it. Um, I think that's what gets a lot of people too. I mean, and this is med meditation for us, or uh, yeah. You know, when you have an hour or two to go away and smoke by yourself and the breathing and the relaxing and most of our families know, hey, they're in the garage or they're going out to smoke. Leave them alone for an hour or two. Yeah. Um, and I, I love this industry. Uh, I love everything about it. It's I like to say that it's it's not a vice. It's a device. Mm -hmm. It's a device that you can use to, you know, have have fellowship with people, have conversations with people, have camaraderie with people bullshit with people watch the game with people that's what it's about you yep. yep. at the same time you know there's there's some people like myself too that just like to be by themselves sometimes in the yeah. garage and just wind down at the end of the day like yep. we're always saying and that's that for me that that does i like being around the people and all that i don't get out as much as i, I was before because you know busy lifestyle these days mm -hmm. but you know that's uh, it there's a, a time and place for everything and and yeah. that that's always going to be there whenever there's always going to be an event i know I'm, everybody's always welcome whenever you show up so it's it's good to have that that community around yeah. you as well and that support too and it's it's also nice meeting up with just one other buddy and sitting down and bsing and smoking a cigar you know yeah yeah the, but there is something to be said for those times of solitude mm -hmm. you know where it's just you and the cigar maybe you put on some music maybe you read a book watch youtube videos yeah whatever it is yeah. just yeah. it's just so yeah. many voices in my head when i sit there alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes some sometimes the uh the solitude yeah, you know it, it gets a, it gets a little too much for me where i'm like okay i need the all the thoughts racing through my head because you know i'm thinking about my job and my family and all the stuff i have to do and my responsibilities 
and how about that cigar and the cigar industry and all that and it's sometimes i just want to like it, unplug i want to unplug and i unplug sometimes by like justin said watching youtube videos or watching tiktok or just just honestly kind of brainlessly watching something yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah i unplug by plugging in ironically right, right. because <laughs> when i'm when i'm completely unplugged and it's literally just me and my thoughts like no music on in the background no nothing it gets busy up there yeah so well, that's when I, I come up with the, the greatest yeah. work ideas in my little like book that I read all my notes and stuff. And I'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah. And then wake up the next day and that one wasn't so good. But you know, <laughs> every one out of 10, that's a good thing. You just got to have the ideas right. Exactly. Out. Yeah. They, they're not all going to be gems. No. That's all right. Um, but I, I want to get the. Uh, yeah, let's get started. Get the box down off the wall. Uh, that's good. And that's going to be our main segment tonight. And our main segment, uh, we don't have a special guest, but our main segment's always brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate. And Drew Estate originally introduced Chateau Real in 2007. Not long after that launch, the cigar brand mysteriously disappeared, and the story became that only of folklore, legend, and even controversy. Now, Chateau Real makes a triumphant return exclusively at Drew Diplomat Digital Retailers, a luxurious blend crafted to highlight the cigar's Connecticut shade forward flavor. It's balanced blend of well-aged Nicaraguan tobacco, uh, Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos are wrapped in a beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper leaf. The cigar is available in Robusto, Toro, and Churchill only at Drew Estate, Dip, uh, Drew Diplomat Online Program Cigar Retailers. Presented in 20-count boxes. For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. All right. And as I'm getting this box down off the wall, guys, if you haven't yet, let us know in the comments what you're smoking and drinking along with us on the show tonight. Let's try not. Let's try not to. Try not to oh, 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 oh! I don't want to get strangled. Uh, well, I mean, some people like that kind of stuff, but some people, some people. At least get, you use your good arm too. Some people are. Yeah, I have. Well, yeah. All right. I'll try not reveal. To, is it a boy or is it a girl? Try not to make a mess of it. What's the odds I've smoked any of those cigars in there? Very good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're pretty good because the bands you would leave behind on the table I would put in here. Should have brought. I, I need to bring all mine. I have every band from every year, but I have like bags of bands. I do too. Yeah. I do yeah. too. I actually put all these since we start. You started doing this box thing at yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. I put them in a bag and label it. Yeah. Uh, we we need to get a giant table and label them all, then put some yeah, um, epoxy on it. Oh yeah. And maybe that could be our table here. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. <laughs> All right. Starting off the, with literally the last cigar I smoked before we went live tonight, because uh, we're going from, you know, most recent. Uh, LFD 2000 series, the little the little one, the little guy. Focus. Excuse focus. me. Yeah, it doesn't Camera, focus. camera can't take his eyes off of me. Put your hand behind it on the next one. Oh, yeah. I can't reach that far. That's what she said. Um, Nirvana. Drew Estate Nirvana. That's a special cigar for me. I like that cigar. Yeah. That's that's not a bad cigar at all. And uh, Brett J., if you're watching, or uh, when you listen to this later on, just give me another box, buddy. Appreciate you. That was a... Ooh, a I, thought, I thought you were going to save that one. That, that, that. So that cigar right there... This is from what I smoked on the show. Yeah. yeah. That cigar right there would have made my top 10 my personal top 10 for the year. Yeah. 
I can't afford to smoke as many as I like to give it a real yeah. flavor. Yeah. Mm. So that's beautiful the, band. That's the Mirafell. Be in your top ten cigar. It's in my top ten all time. Okay. Just because it was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not in my top ten for the on your regular rotation. Yeah. yeah. We got Mikarita. Mm. Uh, this is from the Mikarita Black Papasaka. That is in my top ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, is uh, it, are you giving up secrets? Because I'm just saying mine oh. because we have a whole show on what the show's top it, ten is. It may or may not be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luciano cigars. Maria. It's Lucia. another good cigar. Like that one a lot. Oh, another Marifel. That was so. One of these was from when we had Jeremiah on the show, and the other was from when we had Reinhardt on the show. Yeah. And I, I do not remember which is which. Well, one was a double robusto, and one was a robusto. Mm. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, El Baton. I haven't smoked one yet. Yeah, you have. I gave you one way back, like earlier this year at, at Reds. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you smoked it, though. You may have put it in your case. It the, might be in my yeah. box. J.C. Newman? J.C. Newman, yeah. Uh, Cinco de Cinco. Ooh. Boy, I haven't smoked one of those yet, and I'm dying to smoke one. Heavy hitter from 2023, for sure. That's a good cigar. Yeah. It's I. How does it compare with the, the one from, from the year before, the black the black label one? Ah, uh, that's a good question. That's a good. I think I like this one a little better. Okay, I think I do. Um, I'd have to go back and smoke. I might have. I might have one of those still. Crownheads. It's a foot band. I don't remember which. <clears throat> let me smell. Let me smell. I'll tell you with. which one it is. <laughs> You're not that good yet. Come on. No. <laughs> so this this is one of those other maestro yes. maestro series from uh, Hoya Nick. Nicaragua, the Obras de Maestro. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Uh, Cinco de Cadas, like that one a lot. Opus 20 Year. This was from Justin. Ooh, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, thank right you for there. that cigar, brother. That That's was a, a good tasty. One. So, um, speaking about opuses and, and Arturo Fuente, January 1st, I will smoke my first opus. What? In over seven months, eight months. Okay. And that same day, I'm going to smoke a Gurkha. That's actually six years old. Okay. So the tides are turning. No, I gotta grow. You gotta grow. You can't take stagnant in your own okay. yeah, your own you gotta, way. You gotta keep growing. You gotta branch out. This was we got these at the trade show. Mm. Uh the Jake Wyatt Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um it's a Connecticut rapper, right? I enjoy I don't remember. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I don't remember. I think maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Mm. Um I enjoyed that cigar uh quite a bit actually. Uh oh, the Halligan. Mm. That's when we had Brett J from Tobaccology on the show. Tony, I, I've went through uh about a box and a half of the room 101 14th. That's oh, <laughs> I actually I don't know if I have any because I the ones I've smoked I haven't smoked here. No, you smoked them at Omar's. At Omar's, yeah. Uh, this was this was one you brought over and smoked the Neanderthal. That was the H Town Lancero mm. Neanderthal. Oh, that was good too. Uh, this was one from a review that I did recently. Um, the Aladino Sumatra, the new Aladino Sumatra. Yeah, they, um, not my favorite Aladino, but a good cigar, a good cigar. But that's yeah. their limited edition one, right? Uh, I think the Sumatra is a regular release. No, well, they have a limited edition now too. Okay, nice. I think I've seen it at uh Stogie's today. Okay. Uh, this review, Charter Oak, um, Pasquale. I had that the other day. This I just posted the review. Oh. Was it? It might have been today. Like the day after I smoked it. It might have been yeah. today. Yeah. Um, 
not a bad cigar, mm -hmm. but not my favorite from Foundation. Okay. Um, but it's a little different. Still a good cigar. Yeah. yeah, still a good cigar. It rated it rated for buying a five pack from me. So this cigar is getting better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Tatuaje La Verite, yeah. um, 2013. Mm -hmm. Really enjoying it. Uh, this Charter Oak, I actually smoked on Bear Duplissy's podcast last night. Uh, that's the original Charter Oak Habano. Um, let's mix it up here. Let's go back to let's go back to beginning of the year. Ooh, what do we got back? What's down? Twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. The EP Carrillo. Oh no, that's a that's a JSK Nugs mm -hmm. Nugless actually without the CBD in it. Oh, okay. That's um, my next question. Protocol, uh, Elliot Ness. I don't recall from this band if that was the Elliot Ness Maduro or natural. Um, this was the EP Carrillo uh, Allegiance. Um, and I am a fan. That cigar mm -hmm. may, you may hear more about that cigar. Uh, Don Doroteo, this was the original El Legato. El Legato. El Legato. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy that cigar a lot. Rocky Patel. I don't remember which one this was. This may have been the 60. 60. Mm -hmm. yeah, Rocky Patel 60. 60. The yeah. Toro size in that cigar I enjoy a lot. Um, oh, this was this is funny. I found these tins of little um, Victor Sinclair 55s. Hmm. Like little, you know, Victor. 10 count tins mm -hmm. and smoked one of them. Uh, not, not my favorite, yeah. not my favorite, mm -hmm. but you know, I, 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 I found like three of those tins. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, for mowing the grass or walking the yeah. dog, whatever. Uh, Mas Ignius hmm. from uh, Luciano. If you got any more of those, they might go good with that bottle of wine. Yes. Mm. Most definitely. Cause I think he said it goes good with a red, right? Yeah. With tannic, yeah. tannic red wines. Yeah. This is uh, Luciano the Dreamer. This was no, I'm not going to talk about that one. Um, Mi Carita <laughs> Black again. The, I think this was the original Mi Carita Black, the Sakakan, uh, the Sakakan, because that was earlier in the year. This was the Tatuaje uh, Avion. I think the Tuxla, I, I believe, is what this band is from. Maybe, although it's from early in the year and that wasn't out yet. Is that a Cuban? A rare Cuban cigar band, yes. I do I do smoke Cuban cigars sometimes. Not very often, but I do. And this is from an old box of 2015 uh, Serie E number twos. I, I remember that one. Yeah. No. Yeah, I gave you one of those. No. Yeah, it's a good cigar. Mm -hmm. The Voyage. This was the re-release of The Voyage from... Uh, what do you think? Uh, no. Um, just full disclosure, honesty. Oh. Hey, we have to be who we are. Not... Not good. Not for you. It's not for him. It's just no. different palette. Well, the, but there are things objectively about a cigar that even if you don't like the flavor or the aroma, there are things that a cigar is supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. That cigar didn't do those things. Um, just being honest. Uh, knuckle sandwich. Ooh. Um, is that the first one? I'm this was the original. The Habano, if I had to guess. I think you're right. Because uh, I I smoked those Sabanos like crazy. Even after that box we bought at Great Smoke two years ago. I think I might have a couple left. I, I, I <laughs> bought sure. like two more. I think I bought two more boxes yeah. of the Habanos. This was the H. Upman, A.J. Fernandez, 1844 Nicaragua. Yep. 
very nice cigar. I do like that one. Mm-hmm. This was the I I shouldn't keep foot bands anymore. They're it's too hard to match the foot band with the <laughs> original band. Uh an OG, not OG cuz this is the newer style band, mm-hmm. Cohiba Red Dot people. Okay. Yeah, Cohiba, they still they still make the good old-fashioned Cohiba Red Dot. Um Drew Estate Lounge. I don't remember. It's a foot that- band. I know. Could that be from a Liga 9? It could be. Because they did have a special Liga yeah. 9 lounge. Edition. Event cigar, yeah. Yeah. Fuerte y Libre. Friend of ours. Sun Country. Friend of ours. Greg, I love that cigar. Greg Free. Great, I like that cigar a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the CLE 25th anniversary. The I, the I always just call it the Christmas band. The This cigar is really, really good. Is that the I, one that ran roughly for about 20 bucks? I think so. Yeah. 18, 20 bucks. Yeah. It's, I think it's somewhere in that neighborhood. Mexican hot chocolate. This what was this a Pravada? Yes. LGA exclusive. LCA. I th- LCA. LCA. I think I bought this at either one, either one of you gave it to me or I bought it at What's the band? Perfect Ash. I didn't give it to you. I gave yeah. it to you. I think yeah. um, another protocol. Sir Robert Peel. Have you smoked that? I believe this was the Sir Robert Peel uh, natural, I think. I might have a couple left. Remind me next time. Postania, Connecticut. Ooh. Postania. Good cigar. Yes. They got a new release out today. Good cigar. Or this week. Um, the S- oh, the SBC. Yeah. Yeah. Surrounded by champions. It's such a cool name for a cigar. Oh. Oh, here's one of those metal bands from uh, Adventura. Oh, yeah. I recognize that one. King's anyway. Gold. If you haven't had the Adventura King's Gold or Queen's Stop. Pearl. That's phenomenal. Very good cigar. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, another Adventura. This was the special project uh, for uh, Project Project Peace of Heart. So it's a charity project. Uh, really nice, mild Connecticut Shade cigar. Uh, Arturo Fuente Hemingway. Classic. I mean, classic. Can't go wrong. Uh, Arturo Fuente Opus X. Mm. Can't go wrong. Uh, Latelier, this was... I remember that one. Um... (sighs) Yeah. I'm trying to remember if this was the new Racine size that came out this year. But this band looks older to me, or maybe like I an event say only. Pete gave that to you and me somewhere. I was gonna say you didn't buy the Christmas. Uh, no, Advent calendar, did you? No, I think we got that from Pete. We might have when we were yeah. at Great Smoke. Yeah. yeah, Floyd, Floyd, you are correct. The Corona and the Sun Country is phenomenal. Uh, this is Lampert cigars. Uh, the oh, that one's delicious. Don Patron. Yeah, uh, I, I do like, enjoy that cigar. I like a lot of the Lampert yeah. stuff. Uh, apostate cigars. This, oh man, I'm old. Is that what it says uh, on it? The, right, <laughs> the writing is, <laughs> um, I don't recall, but I've really, they're, I've really been happy with their. They're plans. a great bunch of guys, and they make solid cigars. I mean, the, you can look under yeah. the that little writing. I mean, can you make yeah, that out? Let me see it. Yeah, let's. Justin's. I'm not even. I don't even have my glasses on. You want me to see it? It is the. Yeah, state of desert. Oh yeah, AKA cigars. I believe I got this from somebody at a shop. 
once, and I'm so sorry I don't recall. I think that was one from PCA. That's where I got mine from. Was it? I think so. Okay. Uh, Agonorsa Leaf. This was the signature Maduro, I want to say, I think. Yes. Signature Maduro. Yeah. Agonorsa Leaf. Uh, oh, Rare Leaf. No, rare this leaf. was the Rare Leaf Reserve. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, that's, what, that's why I keep the foot bands. Uh, HVC 10th anniversary. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I do like HVC stuff. I don't remember if that one's like in my top HVCs. I like the, the Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. I haven't had this year's. I haven't had, I haven't tried this year's. Uh, Drew Estate M81 Maduro. Uh, it's actually a pretty good cigar. I mean, I've, I've heard some people rag on it. I think it's a good cigar. I think it is too. This was the uh, All Saints, uh, St. Patty's, St. Patty's cigar. firecracker, wasn't it? The firecracker, yeah, St. Patty's firecracker. Uh, this was JR Pure Origin series. Um, I got this cigar from oh gosh, again, I'm getting old, I don't remember who I got it from. There's another Nuglas, I really like those Nuglas. Double Broadleaf, right Alec there? Bradley. No, this is the experimental series. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, this was Double Broadleaf. Yeah, Alec Bradley, Double Broadleaf. Uh, this is oh, this was another Saka, um, Muestra de Saka series. Uh, hashtag NLMTHA. Now leave me the hell alone. The Lancero, yes, and that's good. That is a good cigar. Oh, one of my the cigar I really enjoy the 1502 Sapphire. So if you have a shop, fifteen oh two is Lance smaller brand. Lancero is phenomenal. Lancero, yeah. Um, so is the Emerald too. Yes, yes. All right. Here's another All Saints dedication, and oh, Room One Hundred One Twelfth Anniversary. Okay. I like the twelfth, but that thirteenth. Who? Fourteenth. Fourteenth is. Is my favorite. Phosphoro. That's when we had uh, Jeff Mutet. Jeff Mutet. Thirteenth was the pink one, right? Yep. So yes, yeah. uh, another Mas Ignis from Luciano. Uh, Superfly. Uh, is that yeah. Connecticut? Looks like it. I think the bands are the same. Yeah. So I don't. I, I. I did get a deal on a box of the Maduros. <laughs> Because uh, because the shop, well, I, I won't go into it. Yeah, uh, I think that's another double broadleaf from uh, Alec Bradley. Ooh, the Numero Uno from uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. This cigar, if you haven't had a Numero Uno, um, I know that the, it's a higher price point than a lot of the other stuff you're going to see in your in your shops. Just treat yourself to one. It's a really good cigar. Uh, Black Star Line, La Libella. I really have enjoyed a lot of the stuff that. Uh, that Eric Bay has been doing with Black Star Line cigars. Uh, another, uh, this Antonio 1970. Nope, that's solid. From Hoya. I was going to take my hat off, but the glare off my forehead was too bright. <laughs> was it too much? <laughs> too you're, much. You're blinding me over here. McAuliffe, I don't have the secondary band. I'm not sure which McAuliffe mm. that is. Do you know which one that is? Not, well, that might have, no. Mm -mm. It's not the say, black. No. It, I, I was going to say it was one, one of those little ones maybe that I gave you at the beginning of the year. It might have been. But there's a secondary band. ATL Cigars, again, no, I don't, I'll, fi I'll probably. Wise the block, fi uh, no, I think that's the fire or fear. Uh, 
Um, I think it's called Fire. Mm. Here's another Agonorse leaf. This may... I don't remember which Agonorse leaf this is. Mm. Is that the Cuba something? The Like their, their low price point cigar? Uh, Brick House from J.C. Newman. Classic. Classic. Good cigar. Olmec mm. from uh, Foundation Cigar oh, Company. Is that the Claro or the Maduro? This is the Claro. Okay. The Claro. And I, I actually like the Claro better than the Maduro. I was just going to ask you, but I'd, I'd rather have the Maduro. Because I smoked both. Yeah. Well, one of these is Claro and one of these is Maduro. Um, I actually haven't posted the... I have the review done for both. I've only posted the Claro. I haven't posted the Maduro. Mm. Uh, Room 101 Payback. Another, you know, kind of classic. I mean, it's funny to say classic cigar. It's only been on the market for 10 years. Another El Baton. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go through all these. It would take us all night. Another ATL. I don't. That's a Black Magic. Black Magic. That's a Black Magic. There yeah. you go. Well done. Uh, another Maria Lucia. 601 Black. Connecticut. I mean, if you can get your hands on 601 Black, mm -hmm. do it. It's a good cigar. Another Numero Uno. From Hoya to Nicaragua. Take from the middle. Inside. From the, from in, the in middle? Here, in here. Down here? Yeah. You grab it. You grab a handful. You know I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> you know I can't read. Uh, Sancho Panza. This is the re the redo of Sancho Panza brand uh, by Matt Booth. And who did he work with that? Um, who did they do? He, he did a collaboration. Right? Uh, with Justin Andrews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Masegna's secondary band. Uh, Todos Las Dias. From Steve Saka, Steve Saka. From Barton Tobacco and Trust. Uh, another Masignius. Smoked a few. Oh, Island Jim. Island Jim. So if you haven't uh, smoked an Island Jim, it's a good cigar. Interesting cigar. Looks like a number two pencil. And that's a, pretty much a store exclusive, right? That they started sending out? It, it started as a store exclusive, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the Christoph Guardrail. Ooh. Yummy cigar. Mm -hmm. So if you. <laughs> If you've got a place that Justin is the Justin is the rain man of cigar bands. I love that. Uh, Christoph Guardrail. Uh, if you can find it, uh, definitely try it. I enjoy it a lot. My father. I'm going to guess uh, that might have been one when uh, Chef Ed Porter was here, maybe. You might be right, actually. Was it called? The La Bougie. La Bougie. Le Bijou 1922. There's another one of those Adventura. Um, uh, project Piece of Hearts. There's another one. Is it the purple one? Yeah, there's a purple one. A purple there, the one. purple that's was the, uh, the smoke in. Frito from yeah. uh, Ronnie. Um, Guardian of the Farm from uh, Warped and Agonorsa Leaf. Uh, Aventura, Queen's Pearl. Ooh, another good Connecticut. Love yeah, that Connecticut Lancero is phenomenal. Another Superfly. I think this was from that box that I liberated liberated <laughs> uh davidoff uh this was i think i'm going I, with the lancero no oh, I, no i think this label yeah. this was the davidoff uh nicaragua i think yeah um robusto le patissier after they this is when they put the those really cool looking bands on them i love that green color like that mint green kind of color i still ra would rather smoke the PCA exclusive one with the brown foot. Well, you bought like six boxes of them. 
I still got one or two left. Uh, Davidoff Year of the Rabbit. That review was posted, uh, published on How About That Cigar recently. So go check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, Hoyo de, hey, throwback. Hoyo de Monterey Excalibur. Mm. That was one of the newer versions. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, oh, this foundation, their special edition. Uh, I don't know how to say this word. Yeah. Senator, or however, you, I don't know how to say it. Another Nuglas, another Don Doroteo Legato. Have you tried any of the salted earth yet? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I've what I actually, think of them. I've actually only I only I, had the one, and I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, I don't recall. I have one of each of. Still have one of each of the the blends. I just don't remember uh, which one I, I tried. The uh, Fiat Lux. Had the mm. Fiedra Viva. That's one. Oh, this cigar, Lazona Ten Year. Ooh. I bought this at Burn in Burnsville. Lazona Ten Year, very very good cigar. Um, more Protocol, more Hoya, another Sancho Panza, Sancho Panza. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, welcome. Good evening. Uh, Undercrown Ten Year. Very good cigar. That was on our top 10 list last year, I believe. Uh, Los Statos Deluxe from uh, Room 101. Which one is that? Because the other one's blue. Which yeah, this one? this was the... I, yeah. I don't remember which one's newer, the blue, the blue or this the one. The blue one's the one that we got this year at PC. So this is the older one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And the blue one was darker. Uh, this is, oh, Rorschach from Black, Black Label. Oh, yeah. Um, Blackwork Studio, actually, Rorschach. Very good cigar. Um, oh, The Gatekeeper from Alec and Bradley. Solid cigar. Really like that one a lot. Perdomo, 20th anniversary. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was a Sun Grown. Uh, sun Grown is, for Perdomo, Sun Grown is usually my go-to, unless it's a, uh, I mean, the champagne. The Barrel Age one was pretty good, too. Yeah. I like yeah. that one. Uh, McAuliffe. I'm so sorry. I don't remember which McAuliffe this was. That might have been that little one, the little Pete, Petite Cor or Petite Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Henry Clay. This is the Henry Clay Warhawk. A very, very good, mm -hmm. low price Connecticut shade cigar. Um, Griffin Dave. Oh, Griffin Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the great guests. Uh, Charter Oak, Navidad. Oh, this was. It's another one. Griffin Dave. Yep. yep. Southern Draw. Um, this is uh, Desert Rose, Rose of Sharon, Sharon. one of the yeah. Rose of yeah. Sharons. I don't yeah. remember yeah. which one it was. Oh, there we go. Um, uh, Diamond Crown Maximus. I smoked so. Oh, this one, the Stillwell Star Holiday Edition 2022. I smoked one last Saturday. Good cigar 2022 or 2023? Roll 2022. Okay. I, I like got it, it from Big Apple. Did you not enjoy it? Um, Some people don't like pipe tobacco in their cigars. I enjoyed it a lot. I wasn't ready for it, to be honest with okay. you. I wasn't ready for okay. it. I enjoyed it. Uh, this was the West Tampa Tobacco Company, uh, West Tampa Black, I believe. Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Love that new design. That The new artwork and the new uh, packaging design. Out of this world. Uh, let's just do a couple more. What's this one? Oh. oh, this is the the secondary band from that Rocky Patel 60. Um, 
which is that's a good cigar. Perdomo Champagne. I smoked a fair number of those this year. Postanya. I can't remember which one that was. Post, I think this Postanya. Postanya. I always kill that name. That's is that the War Bear? Probably the War Bear. Yeah. I love that cigar. I smoked a lot of. I love that cigar. Uh, Protocol Original Blue. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was the six by sixty, because you know some of us can actually smoke a big ring gauge cigar. Some of us don't like <laughs> big things in their mouth. Uh, Aventura C. There's, there's another one of those Aventuras. Well, you probably smoked a five pack since they come in a five pack. Tatu. I bought all the five pack. Somebody was phasing them out, and I bought all the five packs <laughs> at forty percent off. So. Can't go wrong. You know, jokes on them. Uh, Tatuaje Kappa Especial. Um, what do you guys think of most of the Tuxlas that came out this year? I I liked most of them. One of them I absolutely loved. Which one was that? Uh, the Lomo Deserto. Mm. Uh, this one was, this is a protocol cigar. It's called Come On Focus. It's called the Taser. Uh, this was a collaboration <laughs> with uh, uh, Protocol and Cigar Dojo. Uh, Fuente Añejo. I mean, come on. It's Fuente Añejo. La Riqueza. This is one of those old, dusty La Riquezas that a bunch of us found bundles of uh, with the cello all nice and aged and beautiful uh david actually this is the secondary band from that davidoff it was a yamasa uh protocol oh here's uh the king is dead from caldwell cigars uh i i've enjoyed that cigar since it came out this is the macanudo inspirado i don't uh i don't remember the white label it's not the it's it's got a different name to it Mm. there yeah still well star holiday uh oh the rave from distant cigars really nice cigar i enjoy that one a lot this one you know again full disclosure not bashing anybody it just wasn't a cigar that worked very well for me uh la gloria cubana uh society um cigar it just to go, didn't to go back to that dissonant my favorite one from them i think it's got to be the molotov Oh, really? Yeah. I've only smoked one. I need to get some more from Omar and, and smoke some more and try it again. Uh, this one, the New World Dorado from AJ Fernandez. Guess who has those in Lancero? I love mm-hmm. Stogies. Really? Got them in Lancero. About three of them today. I love this cigar. I genuinely think they did a great job with that cigar. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's more, we're not going to go through all of them, but there's, I mean, there's so many more cigars in here. You know, we've got my father, we've got, um, EP Carrillo, Bewitched, I see a Bewitched, Cavalier. Yeah. There's, uh, that's from, uh, uh, Matilda cigars, Syndicato, Black Label Trading Company. I smoke a lot of them. Um, uh, this is that warped. Um, if anybody remembers the name of it, I'm so mm. sorry. It's just it's a number, I think. This is this is what you get when we just kind of go rifling through the cigars that we smoked this year. Oh, this this uh, La, La Roma de Cuba, um, Passion, I think El Passion. Is, is the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, yes, uh, Mitchell, we did smoke some All Saints. So I've I've oh, yeah. Casey on and that little St. Patty's firecracker. Yeah, there were a, there we, were a few of those in. We here. know the reps, so yeah, we pretty much smoked Aladino <laughs> Cameroon, which is everybody knows. This was cigar of the year for how about that cigar two mm -hmm. years ago. Um, one of my favorites. I still smoke them a lot. Uh, Daruma from Room One Hundred One, Tatuaje Fausto, Weaselitos. These are the um, those Casa de Torres or Casa Torres um, from uh, made by Roma Craft for the Schusters. This in, Crux uh, Habano, Germany. Mm, yeah, it's fabulous. That was a good one this year. Oh, the Crux Habano. Yeah, there's some more of the. Um, Postania, Connecticut's uh, Lavaretta from uh, Crownheads. Crownheads. Rich Gordon um, says, "Is there any Fonseca in there?" He, he knows you got some Fonseca hiding in there somewhere. Um, ooh, that was a vice versa. Vice versa. Any of you guys smoke these? Fratello. Yeah, I just I just smoked that one. Do you go full flavor or do you go mild? Um, I. Or do you cut in half? <laughs> and you don't cigars. get the whole thing of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember? I don't remember. There's another uh, <laughs> Opus 20th anniversary. Uh, War Bear, uh, ATL. Santa Maria. What is it? Santa. What? Santa Muerte, is it? Which one is that? Uh, yeah, Santa Muerte from Black Label. <laughs> A pre release from somebody. I don't know. I, I don't remember pre-release five by forty-six. Huh. Yeah, those are always fun. If I could remember, I'm sure I have notes about this in pictures somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. So I just have to find Laranja uh, Escuro, really good cigar. Liga Pravada H99. Yeah, pretty good one. So I that wrapper three times. Oh, Alfonso. Ooh. The the Alfonso Extra Añejo. Mm. Those are good. Yummy. Uh, Rich, no, I don't think there are any Fonsecas. Now, the Fonsecas, while it still is one of my go-to cigars, I I tend to not buy boxes and store them at home. I buy them when I go to the shop. So pretty much every time I go to a shop, they have a box of Fonsecas, and I buy one or two. It's like part of my regular, like, I'm going to buy some of these. So, uh, but yeah, that's sort of, a, or there's, there's an Oliva V. Um, which still, I I love the Oliva V, especially the Lancero, um, and the Oliva G Robusto. I mean, it's one of those cigars that's been on the market so long, but that don't don't sleep on that Oliva G Robusto. It's mm. it's still just as good. I mean, the first time I smoked it was probably, I don't know, ten maybe fifteen years ago, and they're really consistent. It's one of those cigars that like when you, the cigar that you bought as an Oliva G Robusto 10 years ago, the flavor profile that you're getting in that cigar today is pretty much the same flavor profile. And I mean, that's one of the best things you can ask for is, is consistency. Um, so that's a little deep dive into the, uh, and now this is probably a mess. Look at that. The Ben there smoked that box. It's, yeah, we got some stuck up there, but that's all right. Uh, and in, uh, what, 10 days, 12 days, it'll be time to empty this out and mm -hmm. start all over for next year. So it's always fun filling this thing up. And I did smoke. I did not smoke as many cigars this year. 
what? Yeah, I, I cut back. Uh, I, I mean, I was like a five to seven cigars a day person, and now I'm like a two to three cigars a day person. I like that. I like so, to hear that, Luciano. Mm-hmm. I, feel like I like to hear that, buddy. Oh, that's so cool. And and so excited for that uh, uh, underrated cigar. We talked to Ed Trevino mm-hmm. um, about that. It sounds like a cool project. So, uh, my friend, thank you. We're, we're excited to... Uh, Try that cigar and, yeah. and learn from you about how it all came to be. Yeah, some big things sure. coming from Luciano Cigars next year. That's right. That's Stays right. It's going to be a big year for those guys. Super excited, Luciano. All right. So that was, uh, yeah, that was going through the Been There, Smoke That box. I'm going to have another little uh, pull Little pull on this uh Well, while you do this that, rum. you want to go to our uh, next sponsor just real quick with us. Smoke in, or are we at that point yet? Or? Uh, not yet, okay. but yeah, we got plenty of time. No mm-hmm. worries. Okay. Let's. So this the aroma has kind of mellowed a little bit. It's it honestly at the beginning had like kind of a there was a little bit of almost a chemical hmm. cleaner kind of a smell to it, but it's that's dissipated. It's still sort of there, but it's more floral than it is like chemical. Yeah, I think I can only drink one of these a night. <laughs> these mocha nitro stout NAs. Mm. Yeah, there's... I think this might be, maybe, I don't really know, this might be a molasses rum instead of an agricole rum because it's it's pretty sweet mm. right away when it hits my palate. But now the finish, after it fades, the finish is almost kind of sour. But that doesn't necessarily mean bad. It's just it's kind of got like a a sour sort of note to it. And you um, haven't gotten that from any other rooms from before, have you? I mean, I'm sure I have, but n- none of the ones you've brought to me that I can remember. Um. So, what do you think? Uh, biggest industry news this year? Well, I mean. I want to I want to hear what you guys think first because I know what I think is the biggest industry news. I think 20. it was kicking the FDA in the balls. Yeah, that, that's it. I, I mean, that has it. to be it, it. Has to be it. Um, and I mean, it's interesting because we knew it was going to happen, but the the appeal has been officially filed. So the FDA has filed their appeal, mm-hmm. and I believe they're going to start hearing arguments in late January. It's that, wow. it's that quick. Um, so, but honestly, the work that was done by the CRA and the PCA and the CAA and the other acronym organizations mm-hmm. that, re- that contribute to this fight, we couldn't, we couldn't do that as cigar smokers, as cigar consumers, we couldn't do this without an advocacy organization like them. Uh, it really does take, a group of people organizing that legal effort. Uh, and it's expensive. I'm sorry to say Le- lawyers are expensive. Yeah. When the government's got our tax dollars going to fight against us. Yeah. Then- they have, they have, you know, bottomless pockets, the mm-hmm. government and the FDA, they have, they can do whatever they want and they don't have to worry about where the next round of donations is going to come from in order to pay for their legal team. 
whereas us as cigar consumers, we do have to worry about that. So that's why we continually encourage everybody get involved with cigar rights of America. Um, you know, and there's, uh, there's consumer ways to get involved with PCA and just make your voices heard. You know, you can, you can find places on these websites, especially cigar rights of America where, you it has it pre-filled out for you where you can you can put in your name and other information and if you want to add your own thoughts to it you can but they have already written out a statement that you can send as a concerned citizen to your local lawmakers in your district saying how you want to preserve the rights of premium cigar consumers and it, it'll take you two minutes. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, you don't even have to join CRA to do that. They they make that available to you even if you're not a member of CRA. Yet, I still encourage you, we all encourage yeah. you to become a member of CRA. It's better to be proactive and reactive. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Because especially when you're dealing with a, a, a government organization, by the time you react, it's all it's probably too late. Yep. Um. And I'd say the, the other, I mean, massive news, which I guess, I mean, the Alec Bradley sale to General Cigar was huge. It, it, that was was, yeah, was that after the first of the year or was that before? Was it was that December of 22 or was that but January? I say they announced that right at TPE because... Bradley was there. That's yeah, and, you're right. And he couldn't really talk about it, or maybe he just started. They, they announced it right at TPE because it was the big news at TPE was the Alec Bradley sell. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, that was huge. Mm -hmm. um, and I say congratulations. I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah. You know, the fact that, uh, I mean, it's just, it, it should be encouraging to everybody who's in the premium cigar business to see what Alan Rubin and his sons and, and that family did. Mm -hmm. And to, after, you know, many years of hard work, uh, to be recognized with, you know, like it or not a fat payday, mm -hmm. I say congrats. And I, I wish them all the best in the world. And I, I think that brand name is still going to continue to do, to do good things. When was uh when did Maddie Booth? That was that last was the year month. before. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Uh so I'm well we'll we'll they talk about we'll talk about upcoming stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so we've talked about this with some of our guests, you know, recently, but I want to hear from you guys about this. As far as the like the holiday season goes, because you know, Christmas is like a fart away. Mm -hmm. Um, depending on how you choose so to fart. You're saying you can smell it from here? Yeah, you can smell Exactly. Well done. Um, what do you love about the holiday season, and what do you really not like at all about the holiday season? Looks like you're looking at me. I'm looking at you, oh, Justin. Uh, I mean, I like to take time off work. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, that's a good thing. I like spending time with the family yep. like most people do. Um, you know, Christmas is good. Yeah. Yeah. What do I not like? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I don't like anything about Christmas. Like, I don't know. Like, I hang out with the fiance's family. We smoke cigars afterwards. I mean, it's pretty good. 
so far, you know. What's your go-to like if if you were forced mm-hmm. to say there's only one Christmas song left in the world yeah. and you had to listen to it, what would the song be? Silent like? Night. Silent Night. Yeah. Yeah. Any particular version or just No. Nope. Silent Night yeah, in general. It's just that one hits me. It's a solid choice. Yeah, the story I told last week with the, you know, the Purple Heart thing kind of sticks with me. So solid choice. Yeah. So well, what do you, Raul? What do you love about Christmas, and what do you, what, what could you stand to lose from Christmas? What I love about Christmas is I love giving. I love giving to the family. I love giving to my friends. Um. What I and I love eating. I don't know if you ever noticed, but I like eating. <laughs> same um and my sisters and my wife get together and they make some puerto rican food so uh it's yeah. pretty cool yeah, i gained some weight what i don't like about christmas is the the way it i've been blessed with a, a solid job yeah so nowadays it doesn't it doesn't hurt me to give it doesn't hurt me to share what i have but not everybody's that lucky this time of year is very stressful some, for some parents that have to worry about getting their kids presents and taking care of their family. Yeah. I don't like that TV and media puts so, that much pressure on parents. Yeah. And the toy companies and everybody else puts so much pressure on parents that are maybe struggling from paycheck to paycheck. The over commercialization yes. of it. At, yeah. That's that's what I don't like about Christmas. I was actually talking about that today with Katie. So I mean that that could be a dislike. Yeah. Is that commercialization yeah. where it's like it, it just it's not the same like as it you know should be. Yeah, it's it's not about the materialistic things that the U.S. is coming to know today. You yeah. know, right? Yeah, that really. I mean, that's. Uh, I'll start it off with my dislike because I agree with you guys. That's that's my dislike is. Um, Somebody I saw on social media recently, somebody had a quote from a somebody notable. I don't remember who it was, but it was, it stuck with me. It said, you, you shouldn't go into debt to prove to somebody else that you love them at at, At Christmas. I seen that one. I forgot who put that on. I seen that. Yeah. And that's so true. I mean, was it The Rock or something? It was. I it was like a. It was. I don't remember. It was some actor or yeah, Hollywood yeah. person. Yep. And yeah, you shouldn't go. Don't put yourself into debt to prove to try to prove to somebody else that you that you love them. Somebody who's already in your life, by the way. You know, just uh, you know, it's more about time with with each other. Yeah. Time time with family. Time with friends. And and taking time off work. You know, just being away from the grind. It really is. Yeah. Those, uh, I wish I can get off work. Uh, we work, we work Christmas Eve and Christmas day. I know. Uh, Uh, Christmas song for you. Well, it used to be baby. It's cold outside. And I'm not changing that from being my favorite song because of any of the woke posse out there. I'm changing it because I heard the version of litter drummer boy from, King and Country. King and Co- it's fantastic. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard Little Drummer Boy from King and Country, just live. Yeah. Live. Yeah. It's incredible. I was at Tobacco Grove the other day and I played it for uh, Rick. He's like, this is awesome. This is great. And he watched the whole video. Yeah. It's a great. It's it's done. It's awesome. So that's my new, new, new number one song. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like Luciano's comment here. He said, what about the lives of workers in Nicaragua who can't even buy the minimal for a Christmas dinner? That's, that's so true. I mean, we need to be mindful when during, I mean, pretty much every day we need to be mindful, but especially this time of the year, you know, being mindful of, um, you know, people who have less than we do, Mm -hmm. you know, and if, if, one one act of generosity on uh, on on my part can kind of like start a ripple effect i truly believe that and that goes for all, every one of us if we if we you know put an act of generosity out there it's going to multiply um, it's just sort of human nature. I think it's, I think it's something, you know, not to get sappy, but I believe there's something divine in that, you know, and, um, and I agree also. Yeah. Also, we need to be grateful. I think those, I think an act of generosity starts from a grateful heart mm-hmm. and, you know, any, anything we can do whether it's a family member who's hurting or giving to a charity that, that uplifts um, people who have less and can barely put food on the table, put food on the table. Mm -hmm. Um, It goes farther than, you know, it really does. And, and let's not forget why we actually celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Because of the birth of Christ. Yeah. Not because of St. Nick and the tree. You know, um, yeah, it's, we are blessed. We are truly blessed. We really we are. Do, and yeah. live in this country. Yeah. And I mean, it, this is just a cigar show people, but you know, you know that we do like to kind of go outside of the box and, you know, get, go a little, you know, more into in-depth things, you know, talk about the heart and talk about family and community and stuff like that. And, um, we have no idea how much of an impact little steps on our part can have on other people around us. I mean, and, and if, if you're, if you're skeptical about that, just try it, just try it. And if you don't see results from it, then, you know, send me a message and we'll talk about it. But, you know, the results are, aren't always tangible. Nope. They're not always tangible. There's sometimes there are changes to, you know, somebody's heart and that can go a long way. So just put yourself out there, you know, put yourself out there and, um, one little act of generosity, you'd be amazed how far it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so predictions for 2024, as far as premium cigar industry predictions, um, you know, you skipped over something right there. What did I skip? Favorite cigar. Oh yeah. 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 Thank you for that. Um, I don't think mine's a secret. So the stuff that you, and and it doesn't have to be one, just stuff that you found yourself buying often regularly or, or just constantly. And I know what you're, (laughs) I know what you're going to say. I don't think mine's a secret. How about you, Justin? Um, I mean, one of the, the top ones of this year was that Marifel cigars that we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That, that hands down was one of the best I've had all year. Um, 
I like that. One that I, I got recently was like the Cigar Dojo Wagashi. Yeah, still waiting for ours. I'm Dumbarton. Be patient, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm known for. That's that, Dumbarton. That <laughs> patient. Close. Are you airing a grievance right now? It seems like you're airing a grievance. I think. No, I'm not worried about him. I know. Right. He knows where I live. So mine is Room 101, 14th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And a close second is Skip Martin's Clanquigenary. Clanquigenary. That one. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's like A1 and, A and 1A, 1B. It's a good cigar. It's a good cigar. I need to I need to smoke it a few more times before I review it, but but I Good luck it. in finding them. How about you, yeah. Matt? So I'm not going to say because we're revealing our top 10 list on January 8th, but I will say, so I'll say stuff that's not like eligible for the list. Okay. Like honorable mention the Mirapel cigar it really i mean it really is very very good mm -hmm. and um but it's a cigar that's you know we'll we'll put like limited stuff on the list but not like that unicorn limited yeah. on the list not like holy grail limited on the list and that cigar it it's just really really good it burns great. It's just filled with that Cameroon flavor that I absolutely love, and so many of us do. Um, it's pretty incredible. Um, but I really like the Papasaka a lot. I smoked mm -hmm. quite a few of those, you know, and you know, and and you guys know we we disclose that people send us cigars. There's no, you know, but. We also buy a lot of cigars. We're still consumers. So we still, I mean, the the majority, I, I haven't done the numbers yet for this year, but I, I will always take you through the numbers when we do our top 10 list. I'll say what the average score was for cigars that I bought versus the average score for cigars that were provided to us by another company um, and all that stuff. We disclose every bit of that information and we'll talk about it more when we do the actual list. But, um, you know, that, that Papasaka, I had already bought, you know, because they sent a message saying, hey, we'd like to send you some stuff, you know, some cigars. And we said, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, because they hadn't, I, I don't think they'd necessarily arrived yet. But then right after that, uh, I sent the address and stuff. And then I go to Perfect Ash and there's boxes of, the, the Shaka Khan, the Papa Saka, the little, the new oh. little one, the Corona Gorda. And I was like, well, okay, here we go. We're buying, you know, five packs of, and, and it's a, it's a really good cigar, you know, spoiler alert. It's going to be on the list somewhere, mm -hmm. um, for 2023. Yeah. I think it's a fabulous cigar. I also really like that EP Carrillo, uh, allegiance, the green, the green band. Um, and the crux of the new crux epicure habano um it's, but did that come out this year or last year 
<laughs> it's 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 shipped this year, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this year. And that's um, another question I have, real quick. Are we are we talking about cigars that have just been released this year for the first time, or are you counting? So when cigars? I when I've done lists, I, I don't I don't concern myself with when it was released. It now I'm not going to go back and put a cigar on the list that's been on the market for you know, a really long time, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, I don't specify like exact numbers, but, um, it's, it's gotta be a relatively recent release within the last year to maybe three, but I don't want to push it back that far. So just so you guys are aware, Matt is doing the show on the eighth, pretty much <laughs> off of his, his list, Justin and I, Next year we'll have the same sheets that Matt has, and we'll be doing we'll be doing it all year next yes. year. Um, yes. But that's not to say that me and Justin might not come up with our own top ten, and maybe voice our little opinion. And we we're not do that. We're not. We're not going. I'm not. At least I'm not going off any scale. Or when I smoked it, I didn't mark anything down. I'm just. I just let's just say. I rate it by what my pocket rates it. <laughs> if I bought two, three boxes of it, it's going to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big factor for me, too, mm -hmm. especially when there's tie scores. I mean, that's the tiebreaker is how much mm -hmm. did I smoke it? How much did I buy it? Um, And I think it's possible. I don't really know which, but I think it's possible that we're going to see more cigar brands acquisitions. By, I think by big be, companies. Yeah, I, I'm surprised there hasn't been one before the first of the year. The year's not over, so you're right. There may be one in the before the the fiscal year or calendar year is over. Um, I I think it's possible, although I think it's probably going to wait until the calendar year turns over. Maybe just before PCA, possibly. Yeah, and I really don't. I mean. There are a few brands out there that sort of get tossed around, mm -hmm. you know, you know, is, is Rocky Patel ready to retire? Does he want to just, you know, sell and move on? Which again, I have no problem with that. If that's what he uh. wants to do, um, you know, and then brands, I think sometimes about brands like CLE and asylum or, um, of course now shit, I'm drawing a blank. Um, well, who was it, Skip Martin, or was it Saka that said, "My company's for sale. Just come up with the right numbers." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was Saka. Yeah, Saka said that. He's 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 been given multiple offers, and you know they're, they're never the right number. I don't blame him, you know, for wanting as much as he can get for his mm -hmm. his hard work. Uh, but I think we're going to see whether it's between now and December thirty first, or sometime during twenty twenty four, we're going to see more acquisitions. And who do you think is going to? What company you think is going to buy the other company? Well, I mean, STG has, you know, deep pockets, deep pockets. Um, but Altidus has sort of deep pockets. Also, I don't think it's it's quite as big, but um, I could be wrong about that. But I don't think it is. You know, STG is pretty massive, mm -hmm. so they're the ones who have the buying power. You know, they have. They have the capital to present to a potential um, acquiree right now. Like they don't have to wait for the deal to go through. 
Um, the Alec Bradley deal went through pretty quickly because typically when a, when an acquisition like that is announced, it gets announced and it's, uh, I mean, if we're talking big corporate America, mm -hmm. big business, big tech, the, it'll be months, maybe 18 months before that deal is like finalized. It's done. Uh, the Alec Bradley from, <clears throat> excuse me, from the time it was announced to the time it was finalized, I think was two weeks, maybe. So, you know, $72.5 million, nothing to sneeze at. No. But you you can't compare it to, like, if if Google wanted to buy, right. you know, Salesforce.com or something like that. It's totally different. You know, that's why those deals take so long. Mm -hmm. But I think we'll see more in, in the next uh, 12 months, definitely. You think Perdomo? I think Perdomo is possible, although I don't think Nick is such a – he's so dedicated and he's so tenacious. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's, he wants to hang it up yet. I mean, his son, Nicholas, the third, he's, he's coming up too, mm -hmm. and he's doing a great job. And I believe that that is like the, the legacy, um, uh, path that they're on. But I don't, I don't think Nick Perdomo wants to retire yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he still loves what he does. And I don't think, and he's, he's strong as an ox. He's, he's super healthy. And if he wants to keep doing it, I'd say, keep doing it, you know, until the, you feel like the time is right to, but then, you know, when, when Nicholas the third takes it over, then are they gonna, you know, be ready to be acquired? Are they going to be willing to be acquired? Does, you know, some companies don't want to go that route. Some companies want to stay independent. I applaud that too. Mm -hmm. Whatever, you know whatever people want to do. I, I don't, I don't fault anybody for, um, choosing the path they're going to choose. No. But also when a smaller company like that does get taken over or bought out, you can have what happened to Matt Booth. I seen him at PCA after, uh, after he got bought out. Yeah. And I'm like, so how's that going to affect you? He goes, they opened up the candy store for me, brother. They opened up the candy <laughs> yeah. store. Yeah. There, you know, there's so much more stuff that's available to him now. There is, you know, yeah. And he's got less stuff to worry about at the same time. Exactly. So yeah. Be creative, like as his title, the creative director, right? That, yeah. 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 He can still be creative, yet he can he can also afford now mm -hmm. to spend more time with his family. Mm -hmm. You know, or I, do whatever else he's got going on. Yeah. Like many other businesses. He's always got a hustle going. Yeah. Jewelry, clothing. You know. Uh, gin. Gin. You know. Um you know, designer bags, you know, custom one of a kind, handmade leather goods, whatever, just do it. You know, have fun doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So I think, is it, I is think it it's time. Is it time? Time, Mitchell, are you ready for this? Are you guys ready for this? Oh. All right, here we go, guys. It is now time for this week's numero de los muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In.
Okay. Well, we're still here. Numero de los Muertos. What do you got? Episode 227. Mm. The number this week is not 227. Is not 227. The number this week is one. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. And then there was one. It's another one of those. Mm. The number is one. This is real life, right? Real life actually happened. So we're looking for a cause of death, but in a very specific manner. All right. David Floyd says mm. that he knows. Ooh. What is it, David? What you got? Uh, now, I'll say, David, if you can guess in the comments in the next 15 seconds and it's correct, I will send you a box of cigars. Wow. Mitchell says people died falling off a Christmas tree. That is not correct, but it's a great guess. And we know, Jason, we've already done this, but yeah, Niagara it. Falls. You're not um, Rob. Sorry. Yeah. He got it first. Um, hot peppers, David. It is not hot peppers. Sorry. Is it people coming down the chimney to play Santa? No. I think the 15 seconds is up. Yeah, I mean, it was a good guess. It was. Hot peppers, yeah. but yeah. I think we did hot peppers once, like capsaicin, hmm. uh, not poisoning, but like OD yeah. on capsaicin from from spicy food. Uh, but this, the number is one. There was one person who died in a in a not uncommon way, but there was one particular aspect to it that made it completely unique on its own. This is ever or this year, ever, ever, ever recorded. Mitchell, with uh, is it a workplace accident? Uh, not a workplace accident. Is there a vehicle involved? No vehicles involved. Grandpa got ran over by a reindeer? <laughs> no reindeer. Mm. No, animals are not involved. Hmm. Is this in the winter time when this happened? Or um, it does not no? say. It's not a factor. Is it inside or outside? Um... It doesn't say that either. It's not a factor. Is it global or is it United States? Uh, it was, I'll narrow it down to Europe. Europe. But it doesn't. So this is on land. Could have happened anywhere. It land, yeah. Hmm. I'll say it was a male. Male. Who died. Because we do stupid shit all the time. It was one. It was global. Was this Clostal Sphincter Flexophobia Fear of Farting in Small Spaces? <laughs> nice one, Rich. I do not have that fear. Okay. But did the guy that died? Uh, no, flatulence is not involved. Was it self-inflicted? Uh, yes. Ooh. But it was okay. accidental. Accidental self-inflicted, Mitchell. So no weapons were involved? No weapons. Not falling. Can't be an overdose. Well, so mm -hmm. falling, mm -hmm. yes, but a particular type of fall. Okay. 
Now think in your head, what are different ways to fall? Off rock climbing, out of a plane, skydiving, balloon, air balloon. So is this in the air? No. Oh, okay. Land. It's the southern stop that got him. Yeah. But did yeah. He, but he didn't jump out of something, no. fall out of something in no. building maybe just walking. Just walking. Yep. And he just missed that little step on the sidewalk and just slipped and fell. Fell into a sewer? No. Tripping, Mitchell. Okay. Tripping. So that's we're on the right track. Tripping on daisies. Icy steps on your front porch. So tripping on what? Slipping on a, a banana. Curb? Not a banana. Tripping on a ice? curb. Not tripping on a curb. Not ice. It's not a slip. It's a trip. Tripping Acid. A dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was a joy. Hey, I like it. Tripping I like on it. acid. I mean, come on. Yeah. Could have been. Stepped on a Lego and fell over and broke its neck. Tripping on a Lego. No, not a Lego. Okay. What about a cat? Nope. Dog. No. No. No animals were involved. Right. A mouse. Yeah. Were animals involved? No, no, no animals were involved. What are things you can trip on? Mm. Or actually, since this only has been recorded once in human history, what is something that you would never in a million years think that you could trip on? Tripped on a crack. I broke the papa's back. Tripped on a blue on the blue line. No. Was the thing that he tripped? Tripping on a living being or inanimate object. Excellent question. I don't know how to answer it though. Okay. Well, one or the other. It's got to be one or the other. Was the thing that it's an inanimate object? Uh -huh. It's an inanimate object, but it's connected to a person. <laughs> Did he have a leash on his wife and he tripped over it? No. Not a rug. Not a rug. Was the thing that tripped him a regular? found thing on the floor no tripping on shoelaces no on the person's shoe no not luggage not a floor. shoe no tripped over his flip-flops and fell so the thing stepped on a pop tart uh, the thing that he tripped on uh -huh. was connected to him <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just totally <laughs> snorted into the microphone. I don't even care. Oh man! On a giant wiener? No, not a giant wiener. Not an oxygen. Tank. Not a belt. Not, not a belt. So hey, Richie, how you doing, brother? Uh, trip on his own foot. Tripping on not, Kanye. Not tripping on his own foot. On, a, on Kanye. No. Nope. Trip on his own shoelaces. No. No. Nope. Tripping on a backpack. Connected to him. Did he drop a cigar and go to grab it and he tripped over and broke his neck? No. No, This the, the thing that he tripped over was connected to him. His beard? Yes. Yes, his beard. That's your future, brah. Whoa. So, That's your future, brah. not bra. that long, though. This happened in the 16th century. Okay. Um, a mayor of a town in Austria... was walking down the street and he had a four foot long beard. Ooh, I got a ways to go. And yeah. he tripped. Uh, so this was, 
uh, just says 16th century mayor Hans Stein Steininger was famous for his four foot long beard until it killed him. Mm. Today, Steininger's beard is still displayed at the local museum in Braunau am in, in Austria. Oh, wow. Steininger was said to often roll his beard up into his pocket to keep it out of the way. But when a fire broke out one day, he forgot to tuck his beard away and tripped at the top of a flight of stairs. The fall was lethal. And so Steininger's beard became famous for more than its length. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> so it's this is this is like a uh, uh, I felt the like, like the more you know shooting star yeah. that Justin we care so don't let that thing get too out of control. So, so this is like an intervention. <laughs> it's an intervention. Jeez. This it's a beard intervention. Oh man, yeah. I know Luciano. They're just like they're <laughs> setting me up here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we need you, brother. Don't uh, don't. Okay. I mean, no, don't let it get to four foot. Yeah, I don't, we'll see how once it gets to like yeah. three and a half feet, well, yeah. just stop. How short was he though? Good point. You know, probably pretty yeah, short. Six, seven, I'm right? six one. Yeah. yeah, but in the 16th century, I mean, average heights have actually increased. Yeah. throughout the years. So in 16th century. You know, Maybe he was, was probably short. He was probably short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you, you think think about it, if you're at the top of a flight of stairs yeah. and you're 5'2 and you have a long, a four foot long beard, if you lean over, yep. then yeah, that's bye bye. That's just so, it's like, that was a hairy situation. I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what was he thinking on the way down? Like, like my fucking beard. Yeah. Damn it. It's just a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew I should have taken my wife's advice and cut that thing off. At least yeah. down to three feet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right so, so that was uh, this week's numero de los muertos. All right. Let's jump into the lightning round brought to us by J.C. Newman Cigar Company. America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right. <clears throat> Are we going to go off the rails with this one? Because we all know the questions. No, I've got some new ones. Oh, oh I was going to make one up as we went. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. all right. This is a good one. I mean, maybe. I th maybe it's a good one. Why did you, why are you named Raul? Why did your parents give you that name? Because they didn't have much of a imagination. Okay. That's my father's name is Raul Antonio Ramos, and my grandfather's name is Raul Antonio Ramos. So that's why. Okay. And why do you? Okay. So my, my mom named <clears throat> me after uh, Justinian Anthony the Great. Nice. I think out of Sicily or Italy like a long time ago. It was like a, or maybe Rome. I could be way off. And I don't know nice. the story, but that's what she, Justin Anthony is my name. And Justinian, Justinian Anthony the Great. She figured I'd be great one day. 
I don't know if I'm got there yet. But. You are a great producer. Oh, there you go. Thanks, man. I like it. What about you? So my my name is Matthew Mason Ty, and it's what's your, what's your social? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because I I'm the youngest of three boys. I have two older brothers, and we're all named after apostles. So oldest brother Stephen, next brother Andrew. My name's Matthew. My middle name is Mason. Also, my dad's middle name. Okay. Also, his dad's middle name. So on and so on. Well, look at that, Raul. Meaning of Raul name. Strong, strong and, wise. and wise. Thank you. I like you every day. You know what? Every day I like you a little more, Luciano. <laughs> um, this is a this is kind of deep. I like this one. What do you think First. is tab is taboo in our culture that shouldn't be? Justin, taboo? <laughs> um, like I don't like materialistic things. Maybe I mean, is that like taboo? But, I don't know. It says, "What do you What do you feel is taboo in our culture that really needs not to be?" People following materialistic things, and that's what they base their life off of because that's what they see on TV and all around them, and that's what we've like programmed to think. And yeah, like it's it's just I don't know. I try not to live that way, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. that's me. Free thought is Free taboo. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not crazy. Yeah. It's sad that. Yeah. Free thought is taboo yeah. today. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to steal that answer too. Yeah. Like free, free thought, freedom of speech. Yeah. Like if you're not, if you're not worked, freedom to disagree and yeah. yet still be civil and kind and pragmatic and, yeah. uh, compassionate yeah. and empathetic with each other why can't i did not why can i not disagree with you or why can't i disagree with you but not still love you sure right away if you disagree yeah. we're enemies sworn enemies yeah yeah that's a good one it's too. been a recent phenomenon in the last like five or six everybody's seven too, years everybody's too damn old yeah it's just we gotta everybody breathe and just woosah woosah all right let's do one more just we got to do one more um and you know what another taboo is yeah being a christian being a muslim having religion in your life is almost taboo now. yeah i maybe maybe i guess i i don't think it's i don't think we're there i think i think it's potential to get there but i don't think we're there quite yet um what's what's your biggest phobia justin if you have one, I don't know if I have a phobia. Like, I've never really had a phobia. I don't think. Okay, that's good. I mean, that's really good. I just kind of go and just do it, and you know, the, the results come out in the end, and I'm still here after all these years, so I must be doing something right. Or, you know, no matter what, just don't give up. But yeah, your phobia is giving up. Yeah, you're afraid of giving up. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Like, I just ma I just made it up. But <laughs> what about you? Mine, mine used to be claustrophobic. Mm. So how I got over that? I joined the urban search and rescue team, and they stuck us in tubes, <laughs> and you'd have to crawl over each other to get out of the tubes, yeah. and work in those little spots. And after a while, you just start getting used to it and now it doesn't 
It doesn't bother me anymore being stuck in little spots. <sighs> yeah, see, yeah. so that's mine. <laughs> that's yours? That's yeah. actually mine. Okay. So when I was a little kid, maybe four or five, um, my brothers rolled me up in a rug. Yeah. And left me there. What could be wrong with mm -hmm. that? So I was literally like, mummy couldn't couldn't move my arms or legs yeah. at all for like i mean it felt like an hour it was probably five minutes mm -hmm. but when you're that when you're little it feels like eternity yeah. and now if i ever get into a position where i can't move my arms or legs freely i go batshit crazy don't like it don't like it at all i have to i mean coach flights like I'm mostly fly coach. I've flown first class mm -hmm. once in my life. That's tricky for me. That's why I sit on the aisle. Yeah. So if I need to get up and stretch, I can do it right now. I don't have to climb over people to do it. I sit on the people are like, why do you sit on the aisle? So I can get up as but soon as I need to, to move around. Um, yeah, I just bleh. get stuck in a tube for a little while with another guy for yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. In full gear. Yeah, I had to, I had a, my first construction job. I actually had to crawl, I had to crawl through a very large underground pipe mm. um, to get rocks out of it that were blocking a valve. And that was, yeah, that one almost sent me to the insane asylum. Uh, yeah, don't like that. <laughs> David. What would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse? I've heard a version of this on another podcast. And I think it was, would you rather have a horse-sized duck or a duck-sized horse or something like that? I don't remember. But the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse? Mm -hmm. hmm. Um, hmm. Honestly, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with grasshopper because <laughs> then you might be able to ride a grasshopper and fly. Okay. I want a honey badger. <laughs> <laughs> honey badger, huh? Uh, honey badger. It'd bite your head off if it was the size of a horse. <laughs> That's uh, dangerous right there. You imagine all that attitude in something that big? Right. Oh. Right. What about uh -huh. if, if you could make any any small animal the size of a horse hmm. our dog ruby no <laughs> these guys know ruby our little tiny dog barks at them like i mean they've been coming here for years yeah and she barks at them like they're robbing the place every single time they come over it's crazy i would not want her to be the size of a horse no thank you i don't know what size of a horse let's see an animal I don't know. Oh, I got it. Richie, I have a phobia of non-functional equipment, earphones and internet. Yeah. That's yeah. So one time when we had Espinosa guys on, Richie was joining in the group. He just could not get the technology working. Yeah. Whether it was sometimes if the network connection worked, then his headphones didn't work. If his headphones worked, then the internet connection, it was just, it was, it was a mess. And uh, I'm we gotta we gotta make up for that one of these days, Richie. Um, get you back on the show and with some actual working working hardware. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a hard one. I'm gonna go with uh, 
A squirrel. A, <laughs> a horse-sized squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Ooh, that's, I don't know. There aren't there aren't nuts big enough. I know. I think my, <laughs> I think my dogs would still go after it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your dogs would still go after it. Right. Yeah. All right. That uh, that brings us into this week's notable <laughs> smokables, brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so, guys, you know this, you love this. Each week, we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we smoked for the first time in a very long time. Or this could be a cigar that's brand new to the market that we're smoking for the first time ever. So, Justin, what's something you smoked recently that stood out to you? I am trying to pull it up right now. <laughs> you guys both are and looking I at your phones right now. I'm going with the Don Doroteo. Piedra Viva, the Salt of the Earth series. I had that probably a little less than a week ago. Nice. Uh, first time I had that one, and it was it was a good cigar. Nice. Start to that andouille in it. Yeah. Uh, did you did you get that sort of? It like, does. It does have a yeah. distinct like flavor profile. Almost kind of unique. Almost yeah. borders on pipe tobacco, but not quite. Kind of like yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it does yeah. have that that earthy taste to it right that, that sticks out so it's really good i haven't tried the other out of that series but i do have one and yeah it's sitting there for the right time so nice what about you all what about you mine is jc newman's artist inspired leroy newman oh nice it's nice. a artist that's actually from this area isn't he i believe so from minnesota yeah i believe so i smoked that me and dak smoked that the other day at uh tobacco grove and it's pretty good. The next day, he went back and got another one. The box is beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, that art, that artwork is beautiful. What about you, Matt? Uh, my notable this week was the Southern Draw Rose of Sharon. Uh, and this was the my favorite size, the Corona Gorda size. I hadn't had one in... Actually, it's been quite a while. Um, at least earlier this year if not last year was the last time i had one and just uh yeah really enjoyed that cigar and that's just one of those truly like flavorful connecticut shade cigars you know mild but still a lot going on so yeah good cigar tony smoked that uh fratello uh, luna i've been reading a lot about that lately like Pretty like good. there's people reviewing it that have really really seemed to enjoy it so i don't think it's going to be limited for too long i'm going to pick one up because i think it was up, only supposed i'll pick to up be a few yeah limited for this year i think the, the feedback he's getting on it i think he's gonna they have it at perfect ash i'm guessing they don't mm -hmm. care for tello no they have it at smolder and uh tobacco grove oh okay okay yeah I, I haven't been to tobacco grove since august i need to make it back out there yeah. so but i'll have time Christmas, Christmas break. Keep rubbing it in. All right. So that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to you by Luciano Cigars. Im cigars. What the hell was that? Sorry about that. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. 
All right. So let's give you guys the up and coming that we have on the show for our coming attractions brought to us by our friends at AJ Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba. AJ Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. All right, so this right now is our last show of 2023, but we will be back on January 8th, and that is when we will present the How About That Cigar Top 10 Cigars of the Year list for 2023. Uh, and then the week after that, January 15th, we have Honest Abe Dababna from Smoke In on the show to give us a preview of the Great Smoke 2024, uh, um, the year of the dragon, I believe. Yes. Yes. Sure. That's going to be exciting. Um, so uh, we were at that event a couple of years ago. Absolute blast. Can't wait to hear about uh, maybe get a little sneak peeks uh sneak peeks at some of the cool stuff that's going to be coming up at the great smoke in 2024 um so before we go off the air i want to say to justin and raul brothers it's a pleasure doing this show with you i love you both i'm not going to get emotional Aww. i'm trying not to Aww. and i deeply appreciate all that you guys do for the cigar community and for me and for this show and for our viewers and listeners, I can't even put it into words how much it means to us yes. that you guys spend time with us, whether it's live while we're on the show or whether you listen later or watch later on YouTube. Um, it's just every single time we get even a single view, it's mind-blowing to us. And so we're just so deeply grateful to you guys for you know going on this journey with us. And we'd like to thank you for being not only the lead on this show, mm -hmm. but our mentor. And I don't know if you understand how much of a mentor you are to both of us. Absolutely. Yeah. So. We, we appreciate everything. We're grateful to be a part of this. Yes, we are. Not getting emotional. I'm not, not doing not it. At all. It's okay. No, not at all. No, it's just a cigar smoke. show, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just smoke cigars. In the eye. Smoke in the eye. <laughs> I got smoke in my eyes. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. And, and Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All you guys, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Um, we, we hope and pray that you guys uh, have a chance to relax a little bit, uh, enjoy your families, um, you know, enjoy some great food, some great fellowship with the people around you. And, you know, take take a second and, uh, you know, enjoy a fine cigar and uh, just reflect on what this year has been for you and uh, think ahead to what you want next year to be. And um, we're grateful that you've taken the journey with us and can't wait to see what 2024 brings. Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're going to have a hell of a year next year, boys. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, and as always, you know, make sure to, uh, hit the like and subscribe buttons, uh, really means a lot to us to get those, uh, get those numbers going for us, um, and keep sharing us out. You know, if you have, if you're able to share us out on Facebook so that other people know that we're out there and don't forget about our new, uh, new spot on Instagram. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, Instagram live, this is a brand new thing that we've actually been able to do this live on Instagram. I'll be curious to go back later and see. Um, you know how that goes. I haven't really been 
paying attention to my phone to mm -hmm. see if people have been watching and commenting. So, you know, if you're on Instagram watching live, uh, thank you very much for doing that and take a minute, just leave a comment or you can even send us a, a private message message on Instagram and, you know, let us know what you thought about it. Um, so that's exciting. Just adding more pieces, you know, to the puzzle, uh, for how about that cigar? Um, so yeah, follow us on all, uh, all your favorite social media platforms. Uh, you'll find that at HBT cigar. If you have questions for any of us, you can email us on the website. How about that cigar.com. And of course, until we see you guys next year, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.